1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Zero Ducks Given, and it is myself and Stephen Finn today because actually where is, is where is Daniel Norcross because he, he's never he's missed.
0: A talk to some surgeons or something about resilience. <laughs> Genuinely? Are you joking? No, I'm genuine.
1: Wait, what do you mean? Wait, hang on. Wait, sorry. Uh, bear with us, Zero Ducks Given <laughs> listeners, whilst I dive into this a bit more. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: I'm not sure. I think they must have found him in a pub and thought he looks like he can keep coming back from the dead when Sir- he's uh, when he's been drinking so they thought they'd get him in to talk to some surgeons about resilience
1: sorry but surgeons are some of the most impressive human beings in the world what are they going to learn from daniel norcross
0: well they saw those two little spindly legs he walks around on and then thought <laughs> it's quite impressive he's even moving around on those so um yeah we better get him in
1: he's a medical miracle uh okay well that was news to me as you can probably tell That was the first time i heard about that so here's the deal i'll give you a sort of bit of context I have been selflessly in the mound lower, getting absolutely levered with my dad all day at the cricket. Finney's been working. The day's play ended prematurely because of some rain and my dad was, oh, it's going to be a right nightmare getting home from here because my dad, you know, he's 76 or something. He doesn't understand how these modern day apps work. I just put my dad in a bolt, which for people outside of London, they won't know what that means. Uh, Basically, I just put my dad in a Toyota Prius and watched him disappear (laughs) over the horizon. I'll be honest, my dad, he doesn't strike me as a man that spent much time in a Toyota Prius, but here he is, uh, as the only zero-dots-given listener walks past and says hello. Uh, So we're going to do the world's quickest podcast, because Finney's got to drive back to Brighton, and I am literally about to go to Hamburg for a stag do, which means that I don't know who's in the podcast tomorrow, but it's not me. So... Uh, before I get into the cricket, and the cricket was shit, by the way, from an England perspective, I don't really care about the cricket. I want to talk to Stephen Finn about a couple of things. Because, first of all, Finny, since we last spoke to you on the podcast, you have been outed by Paddy Power and other various Twitter accounts as the shittest pundit in the country.
0: Well, I mean, that's very mean on Mike Lowen, um, first and foremost, <laughs> comparing me to um, to him in the meme that you made for us. as a fella's taking a photo whilst we're recording... The podcast. That's good. Actual ginger. an actual ginger, an actual an actual ginger, ginger apparently. Actual like proper ginger. Look at that. <laughs> Look at my face. Fucking hell, I got burnt in the sun. It's the white button, brother. There we go. There we go. <laughs> 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 sorry,
1: sorry. We're being, we're being accosted because, as you may have heard, we've now got four listeners. Zero. That's given. Got no uh, idea who we are. Not a clue. Photos. Exactly that. They just saw two blokes recording a podcast. Thought, they, well, they must be famous. If only they knew. If you didn't know, Finney made a really interesting point on uh, the BBC the other day. I
0: got completely stitched up by someone at the BBC who cut half my quote out um, and didn't put the other sentence, or Paddy Power themselves have cut out half the sentence to make it sound like the most stupid bit of punditry ever in the world.
1: Finney expertly said about Ollie Pope's shoulder injury, you can tell someone's hurt their shoulder because they grabbed their shoulder.
0: And Uh, the arm is all floppy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that was the full quote, but everyone cut that bit off. And so Finney is now officially the Michael Owen of, uh, of cricket. So you've been dealing with that. You've been dealing with the fact that you're now um, a laughing stock on Twitter. But um, also there was a picture today of you lying down in the box at TMS because now I should explain on Wednesday, if you listen to the podcast, myself, Norcross, Finney, producer Sal and a few other tagalongs went out to the pub after the cricket. And it got very, 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 very out of hand.
0: Not, not for me, it didn't. I had three pints. You, you lot of Muppets, it got out of hand for that had been drinking all day. <laughs> Did you only have three pints? Yes, I only had three pints. <laughs> I, I just thought we were all shit-faced. No, I completely sober, had a good night's sleep, and turned up here the next day to work at 9am.
1: I shared a taxi back. Me and Norcross were the last two in the pub, and then shared a taxi bag. And I just thought, I just assumed you were in the same boat. So why were you so tired today, then?
0: Because... Last night, I didn't sleep that well.
1: See, this is the sort of Michael Owen answer that you get from Stephen Finn. Why are you tired? Because I didn't sleep that well. Uh, anyway, we should talk about the cricket. Uh, I don't really want to. I don't even know, really know the score. Like I say, I was quite drunk. But
0: 121 bas- runs behind. England and Australia have eight second innings wickets remaining. I wish I didn't remember the
1: score. Uh, on a serious note, so this morning, England, after not being able to face a short ball last night probably played it somehow even worse this morning for the idea that oh yes they took a few wickets but the Australian bowlers be really tired Pat Cummins and Mitchell Stark were absolutely terrifying this morning they were bowling 90 mile an hour Thunderbolts at everyone's head batsmen got out trying to attack it batsmen got out trying to defend it ultimately Finney and this is all we really need to do on this podcast the Australians are way, way better than us in every single department, aren't they?
0: Well, let's not get carried away. I mean, the, the fact that Nathan Lyon's out is an advantage for England. I mean, you don't want to see people get injured, but he's not going to bowl a ball or bat again in this game. So that's an important component for Australia. And the two mornings, the second and third mornings, have bought six wickets for 47 today or five wickets for 83, I think it was, on the first day. So there's solace there that England could come back and take eight wickets for not very many tomorrow morning. It's unlikely, but they could do it. Um, And if they do that, they give themselves an opportunity to win the test match. Whereas if Australia come and bat well for an hour or two hours, then that makes it an uphill battle for England.
1: I hate giving credit to the Australians at all, but I've been here all day. It has been dark and gloomy and horrible. And yet Australia have somehow only lost two wickets. I should mention, I don't think the England bowlers were awful. They beat the outside edge a hell of a lot today. But, Finney, OK, so I'm trying to be an optimistic Englishman because, I, you know, I, I'll, I, I still believe. But realistically, worst case scenario, what can England chase? If, if everything went perfectly and Nathan Lyon can't bowl and we bat brilliantly, What where would you draw the
0: line? 359? Well, no, yeah, 359 probably, I'd say. It's the 2019 Headingley chase um, that took a miraculous innings from Ben Stokes to get the team there. So, yeah, I'd probably draw the line there. And then anything beyond that is um, is trouble for England, I think.
1: One question, because me and my dad, we're man of the people and we were sat in the mound stand lower. Um, so we couldn't really see too much of what was happening with the ball, apart from when we saw the replays on the big screen. You're sat behind the bowler's arm all day. It is very grey and it is very overcast. What is Is
0: the pitch actually doing a lot even with these overhead conditions uh, there's there's grass on the wicket so when the clouds come over it moves around when the sun comes out it actually plays fine so it's very dependent on what the overhead conditions are they were tough batting conditions today and Australia actually did really well to make it through pretty much unscathed
1: they were so good Kawaja was unbelievable but uh, nonetheless it's been a lovely day here at Lords. Uh, I'm off to Hamburg for a stag do so at least I don't have to watch England lose this test match because I'll be in a beer hall somewhere um, Finney and Norcross might be back. tomorrow don't know I'm I'm going to
0: Brighton to train so I won't be here
1: Finny won't be here tomorrow so uh, look forward to hearing from Daniel Norcross and Jeremy Coney uh, and thank you very much for listening to us cheers Podcast Network.